Hey guys, welcome to the iHealth Podcast. This podcast is for you to relate to like-minded individuals discussing hot topics all related to rehab, sports, fitness, and business. Brought to you by Iron Health of Westchester, New York. We hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Iron Health Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We talk everything health and wellness, fitness, rehabilitation, business, and everything in between. I'm your host for today, Dr. Jade Sambuntham, one of the physical therapists here at Iron Health Physical Therapy, where we do one-on-one physical therapy in Westchester County, New York. We have a very special guest today. We have Jen Trepic. She is described as a force of nature in wellness. She is an optimal health coach, podcaster, and business consultant. After graduating from University of Michigan Ross School of Business, Jen found Better for Life, sorry, Better Life Now LLC while working full-time in hedge funds. So she's a very busy lady. <laughs> after or over after over a decade of coaching clients, Jen started, and again, one actually one of my favorite um, names for a podcast I've ever heard, um, Salad with a with a side of fries <laughs> podcast, and really much to to pretty much help pay it forward and reach a larger audience and teach the nutritional education that we were all pretty much supposed to know, but no one ever really taught us, which I think is definitely awesome. And she's helping a ton of people out here. Um, Jen implements revenue generating wellness programs in doctor's office, salons, spas, to further expand impact and change the state of healthcare as certified transitions lifestyle coach and also a consultant with Nutrametrics Custom Health Solution. Now, when Jen is not hunkered down at home with the pandemic or her busy lifestyle, she's also trying to discover hidden gem restaurants in New York City, one of my favorite things to do as well, too, and spending time with her family and friends. Jen, we're super excited to have you on the show today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, of course. I mean, just off that little tidbit that we gave um, some of our viewers, uh, excuse me, listeners of you know, your background, you have such an amazing story. I mean, I've looked and stalked you on LinkedIn, <laughs> social media, and I think it's, it's amazing. Why don't you kind of tell us about your career and pretty much how you got to where you are now? Yeah. So um, like I said, I, so I'm originally from Michigan. I went to the University mm-hmm. of Michigan. I was in the business school there. And my focus was marketing and organizational behavior, which I think is now called something else. It's like okay. ma- like management and organizations, whatever. Uh, it was basically like the people side and the marketing side is what I focused on. And um, I, so in college, I had interned both on the agency side of marketing, right? And ad agencies. And then also on what we call like the brand side at these big packaged goods companies. And I wanted to go back to the agency side. Like it was more fun. It was more creative. So I joke that I was the bastard child of the business school because, (laughs) (laughs) because a business school is measured by how many people graduate already having a job lined up. And here I was, I wanted to do the thing that they don't recruit for, Mm -hmm. right? Like ad agencies do not hire six months before they need someone. Oh, really? So, right. They hire for immediate needs. They're not going to hire, you know, in July for someone, you know, or July, like they're not going to hire in September for someone to start, you know, in May after they graduate. So, so I graduated without a job. I moved to New York and, uh, my backup plan was that if I didn't have a job by, so I moved in June, Mm -hmm. this was like 16 years ago or so I moved in June. (laughs) My backup plan was that if I didn't have a job by Labor Day, okay, <laughs> that I was going to go to culinary school. 
Like wow, I no always, way. like I always loved watching the Food Network growing up, you know. So. Oh yeah, I'm a fan of the Food Network too. Right. Amazing. So I don't Amazing. know. Yeah, like I don't know why that was my backup plan. <laughs> I had a job in a week at an ad agency that specialized in catalogs, and yeah. I had. So then my family, I had started working there in June mm -hmm. and my family was planning at some point that summer, my family was planning our annual family vacation for December. Okay. And I remember having to go into the computer system to request the time off, All right. right? For December. Right. Of course. And it hit me like an anvil oh, that no. I was requesting access or asking for permission for access to my own time. Right, right. And I was like, oh, this will not be the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know I cannot, will not work for someone else for the rest of my life. Got it, okay. So I went out looking for things to do in my spare time. I studied for the GMAT to go get my MBA. And then I realized if I want to work for myself, like I'm not going to pay me more for having gotten my MBA. So I was like, okay, a, forget that. <laughs> that's a very, very good point, actually. I don't think not a lot of people think about that when they're deciding for that higher, you know, education or whatever, and that opportunity that if you want to work for yourself, you know, you're going to have to pay yourself as well too, right? So I think right. that's a very, very good, very real realization for sure. Awesome. You know, listen, I will say, I think one of the best things with business school is the network, sure. right? And the people that you meet, that can certainly be invaluable, even if you're working for yourself. Right. But one of my biggest my thing was I want to do something on the side with the intention to like, just take that money and invest it. Of course. Okay. And then everything I thought of to do sounded totally miserable. <laughs> like <laughs> I was, I was a writing tutor when I was at Michigan. So I was like, okay, I'll go to NYU and like tutor kids. Mm -hmm. I, it just wasn't going to work. Like how am I, maybe I'm up all night because somebody forgot they had a paper due and then right. I'm supposed to be at work at 8am like womp. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not that's not a good yeah that's not, not good for really you want to do. Yeah, you're you're not on your own time. It's just pretty much what I feel like what a lot of business owners really love about why they love owning businesses, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's not going to work. So I'm I'm looking for something. Okay. Simultaneous to that, mm -hmm. I have my own weight management saga happening. <laughs> so I. Okay. I grew up the skinny one in a family of dieters. I was a dancer. I, I ate when I was hungry. I didn't eat when I wasn't hungry. I could eat whatever I wanted. You know, it was fine. So, so you're pretty much, you're like, you know, you're blessed with all this genetics in the beginning and then your the family's beginning. dieting and, and everyone else is kind of watching you eat whatever you want. But right. let's say your parents and some of your siblings are just dieting. And then, so you were able to just you know, for the first part of your life, just be able to, you know, not have any kind of consequences with that, correct? Right, exactly. Now, the other side of that is I was a dancer, so I was probably oh, more aware mm -hmm. of my body and food and things like that than the average person. Right. Um, but so that when I graduated from high school and stopped dancing, mm -hmm. that's when all of a sudden I was like, wait, what is a, like, I started to gain weight and I was like, so do I go to a gym now? Like, what does a person do when they don't dance six days a week, right? right like, what's the next step? Got yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, on the food side, cool. I know what to do. I watched my family do this my whole life. Right. Like, okay. I go on diets now, right? Mm -hmm. And you do one and then you do another. And like, this is what you do. <laughs> so 
I always joke, like there isn't a diet out there that I haven't done, my family hasn't done, or we don't know somebody who's done it, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that saga really started after high school, all through college, after college and, you know, working and I'm, you know, so like I'm over here trying to figure this whole thing out right. on the one hand. And on the other hand, I'm looking for something to do outside of my day job. So you got a lot going on at that time. <laughs> but the whole thing is those worlds collided, oh, right? Nice. So okay. I, um, I had learned about the program that I now teach. And at first I was like, no, 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 that's okay. Like I've got my thing, right? right. I'm on a roller coaster, but like, I've got my thing, you know, like <laughs> I don't, I don't need whatever you have. Right. And then I saw people who were following this program mm-hmm. and I noticed that they were keeping the weight off. And this other woman, she was telling her story of losing like 140 or 150 pounds. And everything she said after that, I did not hear because I was in my own world staring Mm -hmm. at her because I couldn't see where 10 pounds could have been on her body. Wow. Right? And 150 pounds is like another human. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much 10 times of what you thought. Right. That's a lot of weight. (laughs) So I had a moment with myself of like, they know something you don't know. Right. Like, get out of your own way and see what that is, right? right. So I worked with a coach, followed the program myself, and mm-hmm. it completely changed my life. That's amazing. And I was like, yeah, it, it's the only thing that's allowed me to say I've kicked my food issues. And so that's from incredible. then on, I set out on a mission to help people help themselves. And that's where these two things came together because I was like, okay, this is the thing. This is what I'm going to do outside of my day job. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm passionate about it. I love talking about it because I had such a transformation and I see it over and over. And so that was like late 2007. Okay. I want to say. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I mean, can you actually talk about the um, the system or that you did, you know, that you were, that you learned about that, that woman that you said had lost so much weight and now that you do implement into, you know, what you do now? Yeah. So um, the program itself is based on a book by Dr. Sherry Lieberman called Dare to Lose. And there's sort of four pillars to that. Pro- mm-hmm. So the first is low glycemic impact eating. So eating to balance blood sugar, because it turns out that it's our blood sugar that determines if we are burning fat or storing fat. Right. Second piece is education and behavior modification. So like I said, the nutrition education, we're all supposed to know like what we were actually all taught, like that food pyramid thing that we were all oh taught. My. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's actually based on economics, not nutrition. No way. Really? Uh, yeah. I did not like, know that. <laughs> so, you know, like the big part being grains, like yes. corn and grains. Yeah. Well, what do we grow in this country? Like corn? We grow <laughs> like corn. Ton of and, corn, yeah. Right. And we, and so it was about us eating what we grow here. No yeah. one on this planet has a grain deficiency. That does not need to be the big category. Right. At the of bottom. Course, so, yeah. so it's relearning, right? It's that nutrition education we're all supposed to know and no one ever taught us. And then the other side of that behavior modification is it's not always about the food. Like no one needs to tell you to eat a cucumber over a Twix. 
right? Like, but there are times when that's an easier choice than others. And so how do we figure that out? Right. Of course. Of course. The I mean, third that's a good point. Yeah. Go. Right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's, that's just funny because I had, um, not myself, but, uh, my girlfriend actually had uh, a piece of, a piece of candy and then it was actually a cucumber too. And she was like, right. what should I do for my snack? Cause I'm starving <laughs> in between meetings right now. I'm like, you should probably eat the healthier choice. Like, no, I'm going to go for the Twix. <laughs> so right. it's, just, it's, it's very funny you said that cause it's so applicable to everyone's everyday life, especially right now with like, you know, COVID and the pandemic. And it's actually chemical that she chose that Twix over the cucumber. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Um, so, you know, like a lot of times we think it's all willpower. It's not. It's even willpower is chemical. Like it's very, there's a lot of science. Like weight loss is not magic. It is science, <laughs> but not the science that we've all been told it is. Right. Um, so then the third piece, <laughs> the third piece is body composition. So it's not about losing weight. It's about removing fat. Because again, like we've all been told BMI, right? Well, BMI is height and weight. Right. Well, that total number on the scale is not an indicator of our health outcomes. Right. How much fat is in that number, how much muscle is in that number, those mm -hmm. are what tell us, you know, and give us an indication of what our health outcomes are likely to be. Right. So we that actually focus on removing fat. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Because again, like you said before, BMI is just mainly height and weight, right? It's not all the other things that make up your body composition. So exactly. very, very awesome point. So yeah. again, so you found, I'm sorry, go ahead. Before we no, I was just saying the fourth piece is strategic mm -hmm. supplementation. Because like I said, it's, it's very chemical and there are things that we can do with targeted nutrients, what we call nutraceuticals to rehabilitate mm -hmm. the metabolism. So again, a very again, a lot of chemical base. I think a lot of a lot of this, um, these the things you're telling me, again, not taught in school, not something that you just not even in school, just in life in general. Um, yeah. just getting the right information, I think, is the biggest piece. I'm a firm believer too, just what we do here in our physical therapy clinic is just educate, educate. Education is power. And once exactly. you get that information, you will definitely start to make that change. But you have to get it and implement it first, for sure. Exactly. Um, Awesome that, you know, you're able to marry, again, your two lives, right? So that's, yep. that's very cool. Can you actually talk about the process of just like, you know, making your own kind of like your coaching company and your program and even also the podcast too, like how was that just coming up and making and being your own business? Yeah. So even when I first started in 2007, it was mm -hmm. my own business and I was working with a system. And I think for anybody who wants to have their own business, you do not need to re I'm working with a system that is science-based that absolutely works. Right. right? So mm -hmm. I could walk in, even if it was my first client, I had the certainty that this works. It works. Exactly. Right. I got and the other side of that is, and I talk to a lot of health coaches who graduate from a program and then they call me and they're like, okay, so what do I do now? right? <laughs> How do I actually turn this into a business? Right. And a lot of people focus on creating the materials. Like, okay, well, I need a worksheet and what's the curriculum going to be? And how do I figure this out? And the truth is you can use a worksheet that already exists. You are the special sauce. The clients who gravitate toward you are different than the clients who are going to gravitate toward me and toward the next person and every health coach out there. Right. Right. So there, is, there are plenty of people to go around, right? <laughs> we could use the same worksheet and someone's going to experience that differently. Oh, for so sure. it's not about the material. It's about who you are and how you support people and how you show up and how you explain things. So 
um, over the years, that became a big differentiator for me was how I explain different things and different topics so that people really understand it and they can use the information. Um, but so leveraging, so leveraging a system that already exists is tremendous. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And Do you then, think your marketing background did play a role with a lot of what, you know, I know you work in the ad agency as well too, but that had to say, play some kind of role with what you're doing, you know, and how you set everything up today, right? Absolutely. And it's funny because it's not something that I necessarily really notice until someone else points it out. Oh, so no I notice it. So if someone said something to me about my podcast show notes. I write them mm -hmm. myself. You know, someone said to me like, who writes your show notes for you? I was like, uh, me. You know, <laughs> um, I notice it when creating, you know, a promotional thing or marketing materials to announce that like my next group program is starting. So mm -hmm. I notice it in the way I write things or that I sort of, I sort of put on that marketing hat, <laughs> right, right, right? And think about, you know, but it's not earth shattering and it's not groundbreaking. It's just saying what the person who want, you know, like who is looking for this, what are they thinking? What do they want to see? What do they want to hear? What's going to make them say, okay, yeah, that's the thing. Tell me more right. about it. Right. right. And so mm -hmm. that's sort of the mindset that you put that hat on and write the caption, write the promotional thing, like write whatever it is. Right. Um, but again, it's also a lot of times I'm starting from, a system. I'm starting from something and then I'm just making some tweaks that make it sound more like me. Yeah. That maybe have a little you. bit of that yeah. marketing brain, you know, yeah, <laughs> thrown gotcha. in there. I got gotcha, you for sure. And I think it helps too that again, you're a firm believer and I mean, you're also your own product, right? Of like Absolutely. pretty much of the system. So it's huge. And I think I also read too, that you actually implemented too with your family as well. Cause they were, again, they were doing all these diets <laughs> year in and year yeah. out and nothing's really working. So, you know, you've seen it firsthand and not only you believe in it, but you've given it to your loved ones well, you know, as well. And yeah. you've seen it, you've seen it do, you know, great things for sure. So that's, that's very cool. You know, very cool to see. And obviously you're a better business that way too, because you, if you truly believe in what you're doing, then you're going to do great things. And of course you're going to be successful. Right. So. And that's, and that's the thing. I mean, like to your point with, I'm a walking testimonial. Every client is a walking testimonial and that's where the business starts to snowball. So, you know, people say to me all the time, like how much advertising do you do? Nothing. I have the podcast, I have social media, you know, which is really just me and sharing information. Right. I do networking, right? So I build relationships with people so that they get to know me. Right. That's huge for sure. And yeah. my clients send referrals. Wow. That's, that's, and, that's awesome. And that's, that's the beauty of it though, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. when someone has a shift, when someone has a transformation, that's mm -hmm. what happens. Right. And you know, when I first started, my first couple clients came through networking and a personal trainer that I knew that I'd started working with. And it was a couple of her clients. Mm -hmm. And when I started, I charged $7 and 50 cents a week for coaching because that's no what way. Weight Watchers was charging no at the way. time. Wow. Okay. And so the, right. Like, especially when you're getting started, it doesn't need to be, you know, like they weren't guinea pigs because the system was proven, but sure. I was figuring things out. So I didn't need to charge them a million dollars for me to work out some kinks. Right. right. So, and I'll talk to a lot of people where they're still in 
you know, school or they're, you know, they've just graduated and it's like, find 10 people and do this without charging them or charge them some kind of nominal fee because money is a commitment. Of course. <laughs> right? Yes, of course. Um, you know, charge them something nominal mm-hmm. so that you get to feel more comfortable and you have that th- and they're, you know, and they're working with you and managing expectations, right? And you get a little bit of that experience and their experience is what's going to create the next group and the next client. I love that. I think that is probably some of the best like business advice I've, I've ever heard really like just, you know, provide the value <laughs> and people, and you will see that reward come in because then you get to do the tweaks and just the experience alone from, even if it is free, whatever, you're getting that information that you need to do whatever tweak that you need to do so that you can become successful in what you want to do. <laughs> and again, you have the passion for what you do. So if you have the passion and you have the drive, I think you can pretty much build almost anything that your mind can pretty much create. So very, very good advice. Absolutely. Trying to kind of come up in this world. Um, just want to talk about your podcast real quick as well, too. Like I said before, I think one of the most creative names I've ever heard. I have, I am a culprit Thank of you. having. And it's, it's, it's awesome because I'm also, I've done it for a while. I've ordered some salad and I've had a side of fries. So why don't you talk right. about, you know, when you started it and, you know, what was the mindset of you starting it and the purpose of it? Yeah, so I, I knew I was going to be leaving my full-time job okay. in July of 2019, and I'd gotten into listening to podcasts. And I remember at a few points thinking to myself, I could do this, you know? <laughs> but I could also talk about a million different topics. So, like, if I'm going to do a podcast, what's it going to be about, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I started, you know, so I was brainstorming and I was out to dinner with a friend and she has two young kids. We were talking about a book that she was reading that was about brain development and sort of the difference between, you know, boys' brains and girls' brains at that, you know, really young age, right? And how developmentally and chemically, like what's happening. And there was a lot of it that I sort of knew, you know, so we were having a conversation about what she was reading and whatever. And Mm -hmm. she made a comment to me that was, I feel like I should do your program to learn this stuff for my kids. Like I've never had an issue, Mm -hmm. but I also don't necessarily know what I'm supposed to be teaching them or what I'm supposed to tell them. Right. Makes sense. And other friends would ask me questions about things that they were seeing on social media or in the news or, you know, that a friend was doing or whatever. (laughs) And I realized that there is a large audience of people who are having these conversations, but aren't necessarily in a place where they're saying, yes, let me pay you to get this information. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, I describe it as the conversations you have with a friend when you're out for a drink or, you know, back when we used to go to a gym, (laughs) the conversations (laughs) that would happen in the locker room at the gym. Hey, I heard about this. Does it work? What do you know? You know, or someone else is trying this or I did this and I felt amazing or, you know, all those kinds of things. Like, is this real? Is this nonsense? Like, where's, where's the science? Where's the truth in a lot of the stuff that we're hearing? And so I was like, okay, that's, that's what it is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I left my full-time job July, launched the podcast in August And it's funny because I have a friend who said to me, you know, she called me. She's like, I have an idea for a podcast. You did yours really quick. Like, tell me what to do. (laughs) And there's sort of two things to that. Yeah. One is, yes, I did it quickly because I worked with somebody 
who knew how to do it. The same way when I started, you know, weight loss coaching, right. I started with a proven system. So similar, I worked with somebody who taught me how to do this. Oh, gotcha. So that okay. I wasn't wasting a ton of time. Like, and I admit, I started on Google being like, what microphone for podcasting? <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, I could Google till the end of time. For sure. Yeah. Or I could invest in myself in this project and get there a whole lot faster and learn from someone else's mistakes and let someone else tell me what the thing to do is. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. But number two is that it seemed overnight, but it was over a decade into coaching. So the content was 12 years of coaching plus my own history mm -hmm. before that. Right. Gotcha. So this, the content was a lifetime in the making. The conversations are all here They're inside all yeah. me. Right. Which is very different. A lot of people have an idea for a podcast and then they have two episodes and they're like, cool, what do I say now? Right. Right. right? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, so salad with a side of fries is all about wellness and weight loss, but for real life and clearing <laughs> up the misinformation, bad science and marketing that is wreaking mm -hmm. havoc in wellness. Oh yeah. So again, I think you, you know, brought up very, very great point. I mean, there's so many gems in that for a lot of people, you know, trying to start their own podcast or their own business, or even just, you know, changing their eating habits. Um, you know, investing in yourself, I think was probably the, probably the best thing I think you could have done in terms of getting started. You kind of alluded to before back when you're talking about your, you know, your weight loss coaching, just having that proven system, putting your yeah. own spin on it. And you have a wealth of information. I mean, not just your personal life, but also, you know, the, the many clients that, you, that you've worked with, you know, so many information that kind of goes into it. So, you know, very, very cool that number one, that, that, that information out there now, because there are a ton of people yeah. here, even in our physical therapy clinics, you know, I'm recommending people with some different kind of, you know, programs in terms of weight loss. To be honest myself, I am not the greatest with it as well, too. Again, I do salad with fries, but that's, you know, pretty much the extent of, of my right. diet. Um, I try to stay active, but again, also at the same time, um, just getting, that information, getting that knowledge that you do need that they don't teach you that maybe it is a little bit diluted with, you know, corporations, different kinds of marketing and things like that. So exactly. I think that's, that's all good stuff. Um, I guess, you know, just kind of some closing points. If someone wanted to kind of find out and reach out to you and list some of your services, where can they find you? Absolutely. So Instagram is super easy at mm -hmm. Jen Trepek, J E N N T R E P E C K. Podcast mm -hmm. salad with a side of fries. And awesome. my website that talks more about me <laughs> and everything else I do is betterlifenowllc.com. And you can find me any and all places. Send me a direct message because I would love to hear from you. Like what from our conversation today is really sticking with you? What questions do you have? How can I help? Awesome, Jen. Thank you so much. We'll put all the information in our show notes so we can get access and our viewers and listeners can get access to you as well. Hey, it's been, it's been a pleasure. You're such a wealth of information, very knowledgeable and actually such an inspiration for a lot of people that want to change their lives and maybe not even just starting their own business in that aspect, but also just changing their body and changing their mindset of how they think about food and how they think about, you know, their own self-image, which I think in the, you know, scope of everything going on today is, is super important. So I think you're doing a great service to the community, especially the New York City area. Hope you find the next great restaurant. Let me know because Thank I'm you. also yeah. on the hunt as well too. But um, we'll end it here. Thank you, Jen, so much for your time and so much for your knowledge. Hope to hear you back from you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Thank you for joining us today and listening to the iHealth Podcast. Visit us at ironhealth.co for resources and more information. Also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Iron Health 
www.ghostbusters.co. Keep moving and stay healthy.